right. A very nice win. Very good win. It's kickoff trade deadline weekend. Hall of Fame weekend at Petco Park. Padres take game one from the Rangers 7-1. They moved to 50-54. and 54. They remain six games back in the National League wildcard race. They started the day six and a half games back. So minor improvement. A number of teams though in front of the Padres also winning here tonight. But Again, a victory, and you'll take it. And Joe Musgrove was really good, and the Padres offensively did more than enough. And they scored early, and this has happened, Jim. We've talked about it this year. Sometimes they're going to they win games by five, six runs. It's what do they do the next day? Because we've seen this, we've seen this story, Dude. and we've watched this whole thing play out all season long. This is not surprising. What would they do to Pittsburgh the other day? They lost in a close game, and then they bounce back and they win by a lot. What are they going to do tomorrow? That's what's most important, you know. They got embarrassed Monday night. They blew out Pittsburgh the next night. They lost a one-run game the next night. They blow out Texas tonight. So if pattern hole and then Sunday will be a blowout and then Monday will be a close loss, like that's what they do. Now tonight, in a in just looking at this game, it was a really good night for everybody. I, I mean, the, the whole John Moore's in and say what you want about him. <laughs> But uh, Jake Peavy, especially Jake Peavy, it was his night. Like it was 100% Jake's night. I thought that the scene before the game was pretty awesome. His Jake can fire anybody up. He should be the guy in that clubhouse every day hmm. talking to this team. Maybe they would turn it around faster. Um, and then you knew Joe was not going to go out there on on Jake Peavy Hall of Fame night and not pitch well. So Good he point. pitched. He pitched well. Again, Joe battles every single night. Did he have his best stuff? No. He got through six innings, over 100 pitches. Would Joe say that he had his, had his best stuff? No. And I think they interviewed him literally right after he got taken out, which is a new wrinkle in the Padres broadcast. Um, and he even says, like, yeah, I was battling out there. That was all adrenaline at the end. And once again, gets you through six um, and does his job. The offense does their job. Tatis, take away the one horrific at bat earlier in the game had a really good night defensively and at the plate Manny the defensive play that he made tonight Amazing. arguably might be like top two best defensive plays he's ever made and it probably isn't number two I mean I have to look there's been a million plays that he's made that have been yeah. incredible I think like, that's up that's, there that's up yeah there. the play itself uh, if you if you add in the play with like a circumstance like importance or something yeah maybe you'd maybe find not. others but i mean to do it from your backside and like mean, falling down incredible. throwing across your body perfect throw jake stretches gets it out by a foot like what and then you know it was a good night overall for the oh no <laughs> all right john and jim with the wrap-up <laughs> show if you are here please subscribe you're on content for Padres fans Smash the like button. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Please make sure to um, uh, consider a super chat. If you're looking for a way to support the channel, if you want to make sure you um, your comment gets on screen here tonight, if you want to weigh in, click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you have questions with the trade deadline rapidly approaching, right, just three plus days away at this point, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super here tonight. We really do appreciate your support, the super chats. And if you'd like to become a member, you can click the join button down below. You get custom emojis and badges. So the Padres beat the Rangers, a Rangers team that's been very good this year. They win game one, seven to one. They'll look to make it two in a row on Saturday behind you, Darvish. Let me get to the first super of the night, um, which is on cue, calling for (laughs) 
the the one thing that doesn't go well in this game, Luis Garcia's ninth yeah, inning. It went seven one, but that's <laughs> exactly. Let's start with Garcia. On Garcia. Um, start the thank end. you, Styles Clash six one nine says I don't like to question people's jobs, but Garcia. I mean, obviously, it's been a terrible year. The Garcia and Carpenter thing is an issue. Obviously, it's not a perfect roster. I mean, they're fifty and fifty four. They don't have a perfect roster. Garcia's been bad. Carpenter's been bad. Um, they overcame those things here tonight, even with Garcia allowing a run in the ninth inning, but you're not going to have a perfect roster. I don't know what they'll do with Luis Garcia. I don't know what they're going to do with Carpenter, but maybe some changes are on the way with the deadline approaching. Maybe not. You want negative Jim after a win? Here you go. Uh, trade deadline comes. Either you DFA Garcia or you send him down. I don't know if he has options. I think he does. Um, and you DFA okay, yeah. Carpenter. Right, Carpenter doesn't have options, no. <laughs> and that's okay. No, so there you go. I, I mean, I was going to put it out there on Twitter, like in the ninth inning, why is he on this team? I mean, the thing that ups, the only thing that upset me tonight for tonight's game, mm-hmm. the only thing, and yes, it has to do with Luis Garcia, the fact that because he can't throw strikes and get through a clean inning when you're up seven runs, they had to have Josh Hader get up in the bullpen. Well, hold on, hold on, because I wasn't watching the ninth inning. Josh Hader got up. They start the, the ninth inning, 7 nothing. It's 7-1. How many guys were on base when Hader got up? Bases loaded, two outs. <sighs> and they were I down. I mean, that, was, is, that is a train wreck. I mean, yeah. it's like that. that is stupidity. That's, and, that's I'm not right saying there. it's the wrong call. you got to get Hader up. But that's happened three times in the yeah. last, like, 30 days. I know, and it's ridiculous. So – that is something that um, is sloppy is a DFA slash or send down offense. You can't do that. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell I'm having you at at any point of any game. If you can't get in there and get three outs with a seven, nothing lead. Oh, I'm with you. I mean, it's one thing if you allow a solo home run, it's not a thing to load the bases. Yeah. You know, Man, you, that is... you, had, you had to get job. The second I saw that, I'm like, like what? Yeah, no, that's not good. I mean, seven one win is really good, but that's not good. Seven one win though is really good. Um, run it back. Thank you. It says Carpenter starts once every week. Hard to hit. Well, he, he's also had some. Listen, he doesn't start a lot as he shouldn't be. Um, he has pinch hit. He's had lots of opportunities with men in scoring position, and he hasn't come through. And it's fair if you only get so many plate appearances in a week, you're not going to hit four hundred, but. I mean, he's been a liability, right? Yeah, I mean, they've I mean, had issues with DH all year long. Nelson Cruz, Matt Carpenter, I don't care if he's playing or not. I mean, he hasn't been good, whether he's playing or not. Right. Their bench sucks. Carpenter and Colway and Batten, like, give me a break. Those guys are completely overmatched. They should mm-hmm. not be at the big league level, um, but they are because they have no other option. Like, Colway had, had in a bat tonight where I'm like, dude, what and that's happened to him the last game against Pittsburgh and then tonight like if you're going to give you if you're literally going to give a zero at bat like you should not be at the big league level let, let me say this because I, you bring up a really good point and I'm not going to reverse course we'll get into the buy sell trade deadline discussion obviously I mean that's that's much more important than what happened tonight if we're being honest um but let me say this if I were to buy and you know my opinion on this but if I were to buy I'm buying bench depth. Yes. It's affordable. It's reasonable. It's not costing me top 10 prospects. 
But if I really believe that I can do this and it's going to take me every single game, it's going to take me through late September to do this. I got to upgrade my bench because I'm going to need, I'm going to need those guys to come through. I'm going to need to steal a game or two or three with some good pinch hit sequencing and a bat. So if there's something I want to upgrade now, the walk of things a little concerning too, because he's out until the middle of August. So again, if, if you're really going for it and you got Michael walk out, I think it's yeah. concerning. The bench is concerning. Garcia Carpenter we've been talking about, but I mean, if you're going to go for it, I think you could, you could do it affordably with your, with your bench. It's not going to cost you a lot to, to upgrade yeah. because your bench isn't good. Yeah. And you know, like tonight was a really good win. Um, but again, it's hard to like fully get into like, Oh my gosh, they won tonight. This was some great things. You know, you saw Machado and Tatis, like the defense and, you know, the pop, the power was still there tonight. Soto, even though the finger thing, like, still was two for two, drove in a run. Like, Hassan Kim still remains amazing. Yeah. All that being said, <laughs> the, the thing that brings you back to reality is everybody, Their everyone record. in front of them won, except for, like, two teams. But So they only gained a half a game. They're still six back in the wild card chase. Um. You know, like I'm, I'm not looking at the division. I don't care that anybody, everybody in the division ahead of you lost tonight. I don't care about that. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you're gonna Here's have to thing. pile these wins on to make like these games matter again. Here's the thing: Is Celio okay? Kristen's eating her sun chips. No, Kristen's eating sun chips. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the thing: that you're 50 and 54. I mean. Th- you know, you can't separate it from that. And we can, we, we did a whole segment today and I think it's fair. Their expected win loss record this year is 11 games over 500 coming into today. So it's by 12 over, but they're 50 and 54. Yeah. And even if you give them in the final third of the season and you, you put them 10 games over 500 final third, I mean, that gets them to, you know, again, you know what I'm saying? The math is hard. Now that doesn't make it impossible. The math is hard. I think you got a choice if you're AJ Preller. Do you just say, you know what, we're we're so far vested, we're so pocketed, we're so far in that maybe we do chase it down, or maybe they stand pat, which we both discussed previously before. Yeah. Um, and just because they won here tonight seven one, for me doesn't change it. And that's been your kind of sentiment for like a month. Although tonight you're like, hey, they're not selling, but I'm like, I need to see it again. I need to see them win seven one tomorrow, and I need to see them win six nothing. On Sunday, and then if you want to say, you know what, they swept the Texas Rangers and go for it. I mean, it's one series, but I can't do it all for one game because I've been fooled like seventeen times this year. Mm-hmm. No, I and I agree. And the thing that really like drove home the I think they're going to either one stand pat or two buy, and it might be some like tiny insignificant report. Just the other night, the Lucas Giolito thing. I'm like, okay. If you got Preller and it was backed up by Dennis Lynn in his article yeah. the other day, like if if he's trying to go after Lucas Giolito, there's no fucking way this guy is going to punt on this year. There's just no way. I just don't see it happening. You know, but even you if freaked the next- out when you read that tweet about him being in on Lucas Giolito. I know. <laughs> That's my point. Is like, right. like you, I freaked out because I'm like, okay, I know what this guy's like. I feel like I know what this guy's thinking right now. And why, while it's maddening because he was potentially willing to give up like a Jackson Merrill, it just tells me, yeah, this dude is not going to punt on this year. He's just not. I don't see it. 
I don't see Peter Seidler giving the okay to this, uh, even if it's the right decision. Um, I just, I just don't see them doing it at all. I don't. And it kind of was, you know, it, it, that really stuck home with me after the Giolito thing. And then listen, and then reading Dennis's article and then Kevin's article, you're like, I'm like, you know, dude, and talking to Kevin today, the, the clubhouse actually kind of, I guess, has a say. Like, they, they kind of sway the front office because they're talking to them. Like, hey, no. keep this team together. Okay, okay. Here's the deal. They will make a decision based on the team standing the moment they had to make a decision. If the drop dead day is Sunday for them and they need one day, Monday, to make, you know, buy or sell, then they'll make a determination on Sunday. And if they win the next two games, you're, you're right. They're, they won't sell. Even though there'll be two games under 500, they won't sell. If they go one and one in the next two games, and they're four games under 500, or if they go winless in the next two games and they lose this series, and they're either five games under 500, am I doing the math right? Yeah, or six games under 500. It's like, that's not, I, I don't think it's set in stone, is my point. Because, like, you got to really look, you got to really look yourself in the mirror if you lose this series to the Rangers, which, by the way, hopefully that doesn't happen after winning mm-hmm. today 7 1. But, right. Like, if things don't go well tomorrow and the next day and you're five or six games under 500 or whatever the math would suggest, I mean, you, you, you tell me. I mean, is that, is that smart or not? And may, maybe it doesn't have to be smart. Maybe they're just going to do it regardless. Maybe. Um, let, let me get to this, Super. That one, Homie's Garage. Thank you. He says, call me dumb or stupid, but I still believe in this team. I don't know why. I think it's fair. I, I, I'm not, you should believe in the team. Just like the players in the clubhouse should say, hey, we've got a run in us. And just like the front office should say, let's position this team to get into the postseason. So I don't think it's dumb or stupid at all. And I look at these crowds, Jim. These crowds are unbelievable. And they're playing yeah. in front of 45,000 people every single night. There yeah. should be that, that alone should get them going. I think I said this maybe a week ago. Like, I don't know when I, I forget when I said it, but I, I don't blame any fan or will call them dumb for still believing in this team. But I, what I will say, is be prepared to get a massive letdown. Like, just be prepared for that. Because that's what this team has done this year. They've let everybody down. So, you know, just be prepared. I'm just saying, like, be prepared. And and hopefully they don't do that. Hopefully they they yeah. come to their senses and they, turn, and they turn it around and they go on a, uh, and win seven in a row like the Cubs are doing right now. It would be great for everyone. I, I'd love to see it. I know we'd love to come on here and talk about a winning streak. Yes, it would be incredible. Um, we've thought, we've had this conversation since May 10th, since they went under 500. It's been ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm tired of it, dude. I'm tired of talking about this. So team. go win four win straight game, for the first game, time. Win a game, lose a game, like all this shit. It's like, can you guys just play good baseball and go on a streak and win 10 of 11? Like, can you do that? Just go win four in a row for the first time. Uh, yes. Be above 500. Like, stop this bullshit. Yeah, back and forth. Good game, bad game. Because that's why that's why it's hard to definitively back. To that one homie's garage point, I get it. It's like, I feel like um, like manic. Like, because one day you, you feel one way, and right. the next day you feel a completely different way about this team. Like but, tomorrow, dude. If they lose tomorrow, like 3-1. Yeah, it's going to be like, wah, wah. You're like, oh, okay. Like, shocker. I'm shocked. Now, listen, I like, listen, do I like having Darvish and Snell and Musgrove in the series? Now, Darvish hasn't been great, obviously, no. but Musgrove and Snell have been great. 
So you like your chance to win the series, no question about it, with Blake Snell pitching in one of the two games remaining. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I had a point to make there. Real no, quick. you're not dumb or stupid, though. That that's yeah. that that's the last thing that you. Oh, I know what I was going to say. And I sometimes Jim feels the same way. I feel the same way too. But guess what? Then I like take a step back and I'm like, well, they're seven and seven since the All Star break. Yeah. It's like, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> but I mean. Right. That's who they are. So are they going to go 17 and 7 in their next 24? I hope so, because that'll create some excitement and some like, interest after the deadline. How many games do you think they have in August? Like what, 26? Like a 58 remaining, Jim, in the next two months. So yeah, 27. Yeah, 26, okay. 27. So say next month they go uh, 16 and 10. 16 and 10 or, mm-hmm. or 15 and 12. That's, that's not 26, but sure. Well, 15 and 11. So they go 15, 15 and 11. 11. 15 and 11. It's a pretty good month, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not it is. Good, not good enough. Like, it's not good enough. Yeah, probably not. You know, like you need to have a 20 and 8 month. Or Something 20 like and, that. Or yeah. like a 20 and they 6 will. month. Probably. Know? Like, that's the type of month you need to have here to, to fully turn this thing around. Yeah. And if you're going to wait until September to try to do that. That's a lot of pressure. And that, that's <sighs> yeah. hard to do. Yep. Yeah, you can't wait to September. To your point, you kind of have to do it in August. I think it's a good point. I don't think you're going to wait until the final two weeks of the season and be like, let's make our run. Right. If you do it in August, maybe you put some pressure on the teams in front of you and you feel good about yourself because you're a game out and you got a month to play. But And if they did, it would be the most amazing, greatest thing in this in the history of this town as far as sports go. Um, it, if they get, well, no, I mean, I don't think this is this isn't a complete rabbit out of hat. We've we've given the percentages and odds. Nobody's saying it's a one in a million. If I I'm said right now likely and unlikely if i traveled from the if i went to the future and i traveled back tonight i wish i could and i was like we could call it we could call it back to the future right or or like yeah back to the future yeah and i was like dude john they won the world series you can't tell me that wouldn't be the most amazing like miracle obviously that would be the most amazing story in the history of san diego because san diego's never won a professional sports franchise or right championship in the big four right we almost so, got it this year that's, with San Diego State. But that's dumb but the, i mean i i literally said today on john and jim we were at fan graphs that fan graphs gives them a two and a half percent chance of winning the world series is actually pretty high compared to a number of teams mm-hmm. across baseball two and a half percent is not zero percent i mean that happens one in every um 40 one in right. 40 isn't impossible but it's also not likely no i agree with you if this team wins the world series of course it's the greatest love story in the history of the city if they make the postseason and they lose in the, in the wild card round, I, it's it's an, an it's a really good accomplishment to get in, but it's not going to be remembered as the greatest moment in San Diego sports history. I don't think. No, no, it will be you remembered know? probably as uh, more yeah, than like, a disappointment than anything. Exactly, up and down, and it was incredible they got in, but then you know, um, Keaton, thank you for the super chat. I'm not sure if this is a super sticker; those don't show up in our software. But thank you for your support of our channel. We really do appreciate that. If you're here, guys. Subscribe, smash the like button. Padres win big tonight over the Rangers. Bruce Bochy in town, Hall of Fame weekend. Jim said all week that Bruce Bochy was being honored Hall of Fame weekend, but he really wasn't. But I agree. I never said anything because I thought you were right. Um, also, if you want to contribute, <laughs> click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to all of your super chats, like that one from Keaton and like this one from Patman0074. Click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to contribute, like this, where Patman says uh, Braves were 15 53. Um, I think there was actually as late as 52 and 55, by the way, Pat, man, also three games under um, when they turned it around in 2021, follow that example. And like you said, John, fill out the bench, you get a nice bullpen piece, LFGSD. 
we've had so many conversations about 2021 Braves, 2019 Nationals, whatever. Listen, it is a reason for optimism and hope. But on, and I would just say this, and Jim agrees, for every Braves 2021, unfortunately, there's like a team that was 50 and 53 in 2022 that wasn't very good. You know, so you just have to be realistic with it that there have been 50 and 53 teams like the Braves that got really going. And, and there have been 50 and 53 teams that haven't been very good. So hopefully the Padres follow the Braves mold, but, you know, I, I, don't, I can't guarantee it. Yeah, the Braves won 88 games that year to win the division, by the way. Yeah, they won their division, yeah. They won their That'll division. That's to do, obviously, this year, nine games back. They won their division by six and a half games. And 88 wins, so they didn't even need 88 wins. Wow. And the Mets completely imploded in on themselves. Like, just a disaster finish for the Mets. Yeah, I do remember who, that. that was so at bad. this point yeah. in time that year, we're leading the division by four and a half games. Wow, that I remember that. That was so bad. Yeah, and now they weren't in a position to be. Well, I guess they were because St. Louis made the the playoffs as a wild card team with ninety wins. So they they could they were you know it's not like and the, the postseason was not expanded yet. Um, but there was probably like hey if if a couple games go our way and St. Louis loses a couple games like we have an outside shot to go get in as a wild card you know but. Mm-hmm. it's different because Atlanta that year, they didn't have anybody in front of them in their division. It was the Mets and then the Braves. And then the Braves went on a crazy hot streak and they won the division to 88 games. Um, and the wild card winner wild card that year were the Dodgers who won 106 games in St. Louis. They went 90. Yep. Uh, so like it's different here. Cause you got, Four teams, you got to jump. You're six back of that, and you're nine back of the division, which, I mean, come on, give me a break. You're not but, winning the But division. what's also different, to your point, is there were two wild cards, which means, like, if this was 2021, yeah, and there was one less spot, you'd even yeah. be – that might be the difference between, like, you know what, this ain't it, but because there's one additional spot, maybe – like you said, I mean, the last wild card team won 90 games. I mean, that's a, that's a big number. We're thinking right now, you know, 87, 88. 90 so is if, a big number. So if – okay, let's just look at uh, that year, and we'll add another wild card, wild card team. Yeah, okay? what, what would the win record – or the you win, yeah, win-loss record been? I want you to guess. You know, it's interesting because actually, let me just say this because I heard Jesse Agler recently make an interesting point and he wasn't making it for 2023. He's like, listen, with the three wild cards, what you're going to see at some point is a team's going to get into the postseason with like 82 wins. Depending on what happens in a year with the universal schedule, one of the leagues, one of the leagues could be like softer than the other. But my guess would be on average, it would be a, you know, a high 80s number, 87. 83. So there's Jesse's point. Cincinnati would have made the postseason 83 and 79. Well, this year's not going to be that (laughs) because I just see so many teams. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be 90, but it's not going to be 83. We also had, I think you also had some inflation that year with the Dodgers and the Giants winning as many games as you did. Yes. Like 107, 106 wins. You're probably not going to have a six seed win like more than 83, which is what happened. 
And also, when you think back in 2021, and the, the sixth team won 83 games, but they weren't even trying late because they couldn't make the postseason because they were seven games behind St. Louis. So it's yeah. like if they if they could have qualified for that playoff spot, would they have won more down the stretch? These are questions. Or would they have not had to. maybe traded pieces of the deadline? Exactly. Like, you never know. Exactly. Those are the things. But, I mean, no team's getting in the National League with 83 this year. I'm not saying it takes 90. It'll be between. It'll likely be 87-plus. If you do the math on it, it'll likely be – 87 plus. Um, yeah, so, just, yeah, put you pressure on. You can't have, you know, a couple of these teams in front of you that are already in, like, get hot. You know, you can't afford to have, like, if the Reds and, uh, well, the Cubs yeah, what are actually, Cub, What if the Cubs just win 14 straight? They've won seven, right? Yeah. And what if the Reds, to your point, and now 14 straight's aggressive, but you get my point. Marlins, I mean, yeah, you, right. You got to stay. You got to avoid someone sprinting out on you, right? Like you know when you watch like those bike races, or even like seriously like an Olympic race, and someone races out to like yeah. hundreds of yards advantage. Or, but like, are you are you capable of catching a team that goes on a nine game winning streak right now? Well, it's fine. It's fine if like say, uh, you know, Arizona and San Francisco. Let's just say uh, Cincinnati right now. Okay, this if Cincinnati won 10, 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just saying that that wouldn't be the end of the world. That would be, no. it wouldn't be the end of the world. The well, end of the world is if you have Chicago remain hot and Miami get back on, in a groove and also either Cincinnati or Philadelphia, then you're, then it's like, uh Oh no, the true screwed. And you're right. The true measurement of being screwed is, is the New York Mets getting hot, even though they're selling off. It's unlikely. The St. Louis Cardinals getting like teams They're behind you. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. you, I, I, I get, I like get you still got to go to St. Louis, you know, yeah, like and, you, you got to go to St. Louis. Um, you know, you, you gotta, you play a bunch. I mean, you play the Orioles here, you play Milwaukee, who's leading the division, play the Dodgers twice, two more times, play the Giants a couple more times, play Arizona a couple more times. Like you have, you have opportunities to make up ground. It's just you don't have any easy stretches here remaining you just don't right and they're capable of beating good teams they're capable of losing to bad teams as we've said all year long um okay let's get back to these super chats guys thanks for hanging out subscribe if you're here we appreciate your supers click the dollar sign below the chat box great way to control the direction of the content if you have a question you can get it in that way as well um alex says and thank you alex would be so padres if they take series against the rangers yeah just their helter skelterness that you just don't know every time their back is against the wall it's like they kind of right and they kind of respond but they never fully respond you know they win a lot of game ones of series but then they don't win the next two things like that but yeah it would be so padres and at this point you should feel good about their chances of winning the series with you darvish and blake snell i you know I'd, i'd be very disappointed if they didn't win one of the next two games i mean it would be very disappointing with blake snell pitching at home come on yeah, I agree. Very disappointing. Um, Alejandro says, is Jake Peavy the greatest starting pitcher in Padres franchise history? I mean, you have Randy Jones. Um, you have I like would a, say, I would, I would say that's a good argument to have. Consistency, like not just like one season, are we saying? Look, right? Randy like Jones. Brown's season. Okay, if you're talking seasons, yeah, Kevin right. Brown could arguably you could arguably right. say, but Randy when he won his Cy Young in what is it 1975? He went no 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 sorry 76. I have it in front of me. Okay, um, 
you know, his Cy Young award year, bonkers. 22 wins, 274 ERA, 25 complete games, 315 innings pitched. You like, yeah, pretty standard. It's pretty epic. 315 innings. Um, yeah, no, no big deal. 25 complete no. games, easy. Yeah, like it's fine. Jake in his overall time with the Padres, I think had a yeah, better consistently run. Consistently good, yeah. Consistently, and he has a way higher war than Randy Jones. Um, right. And his Cy Young Award year, I mean, that's still an amazing year, leading the league in strikeouts, 19 wins, two five four ERA. You know, he's 92 and 68 overall in his time with the Padres with a three two nine career ERA yeah, with the very Padres. good numbers. Well, he's I right up there. Have to I mean, that's say, why he's in the Hall of Fame. I would, I, I would have to say, probably, yeah. I think I would take Jake yeah. Peavy as the best Padres pitcher of all time. The only, um, what's interesting is like watching someone like Joe Musgrove, who's only in his third season with the team and is under contract yeah. for the next four years. I know. You know, so I said a couple I mean, days. I said, I said it a couple when we were in Vegas. I, I, if Joe puts up the seasons. You know, for the next, if he puts up the same type of season that he's had the last three years of the Padres for the next four, yeah, he might not win a Cy Young. Career. He might not win a Cy Young, which is going to be hard to then True. say that he's been the True. best Padres pitcher of all time. But like, as far as you could say, easily he's one of the best pitchers in oh, Padres yeah, franchise history. Oh, he'd be top three if he puts together four more seasons, like the three seasons he's put together. He's a top yeah. three all time. Starter, certainly. Yeah, it would go. It would go. PV, Randy, Joe. Pretty impressive. And you could you could also argue like, yes, Cy Young is amazing, but for this town, for this franchise, throwing a no hitter. Yeah, against this team, by the way, that he faced tonight. Well, it wasn't like this exact team. Well, the Texas Rangers. Yeah, but you but you get my point. Like, you know, having having that no hitter under your belt. It's not as good as a Cy Young, obviously, but still a pretty damn good accomplishment to have. It is, especially with a franchise that had never, ever, ever had one. If it's one with the Yankees and they've right. pitched twenty nine, making like it the up. guy, like the dude who pitched a, a, a perfect game against the A's the other night. Do you remember who that guy's name is? No, exactly. No, I really don't. I really don't. Um, guys, while we have a moment, we want to remind you about our title sponsor. If you're here, thank you. Seriously, um, we can't do this without your support. Like, literally, we can't do this without your support, whether you're here live or on replay. And we can't do it without the support of our partners. Like our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He's an amazing insurance agent. I, I've told you about him for years at this point. I've had insurance through him for years. Auto home, renter's life. I've got an earthquake insurance policy through Mark, a life insurance policy, and a homeowner's policy. We had a flood in here last year. And he made everything simple and he saved us literally thousands of dollars on the claim, thousands of dollars and so many headaches and so much time because he's got just great service and communication. If you switch your insurance to him, like you get a renewal, but if you switch to Mark, he could save you $750 or more. So you don't just renew, call Mark or click the link in the description down below. You'll get to his website, which you see on screen and then get a free quote online, by the way, or call him for free quotes. He'll talk to you about the Padres. We'll talk to you about saving money on your insurance. So auto home, business life, condo renters, earthquake, whatever it is, if you support our channel and our work, please support a San Diegan, a San Diegan and a lifelong Padres fan, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information uh, is above my head, mnimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. 
What do you think, Jim? I mean, the moves are happening around baseball. If you're paying attention, there are real moves happening. Um, there are big decisions being made. Shohei Otani staying with the Angels, for example, is a massive, massive storyline in the second half of the year. He's been great since they made that decision. You're seeing the Dodgers make trades. You're seeing the Mets and Phillies in division make trades, which is very interesting to me. But, I mean, the trade season is here. We don't have to wait. This can happen at any point. It could happen tonight with the Padres buying or selling. It could happen this weekend. Um, but it's like we're in it right now. The moves are happening. And it's <laughs> tonight there was a bunch of pictures of AJ Preller on his phone. Yeah, I saw the Park. Marty photo. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I was like, I'm going to steal that from you. Sorry. I'm surprised he doesn't use like um, AirPods. Like, that's a lot of like time holding your, like, I know. Come on. Up- upgrade here, bro. Phone gets hot. It's 80 degrees out. Like, put the AirPods in. Thanks, Hot Wheels. Uh, Domingo Herman. Yeah, guess what, buddy? We don't cover the fucking Yankees. Okay. Well, first of all, who, who can't? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Hot Wheels 84. By the way, Jones loves Hot Wheels. He does. So I can't shit on you too much. But you guys seriously that dense when it comes to teams outside San Diego. Do you know how much time we spend covering San Diego sports? Yeah. Zip it, buddy. Zip it, Hot Wheels 84. And you're a supporter, I know, because I've seen you here before. Yeah. I mean, oh, come on. You, I mean, do you want to do a Yankees channel? We'll do it here. Here, let me change my let me change my outfit. I'll put on my Yankees. Right, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry, I don't watch any Yankees games. Okay, I, you know what the Yankees games I watch against the Padres. It was a decent series at Yankee Stadium, the way I remember it. I won't watch happened. the Yankees series next year because I'm getting married. But still. that's right, you won't even watch it. And by the way, save the date. Wonderful. We were just you got in it. Fact, Kristen said she was going to contact Aaron. Oh, you, you got it. Show, that was quick. Should I show it to the viewers or no? Show show it to the viewers. Wow. Save the date. The anniversary of Domingo Herman's perfect game. You know, it's a magnet, right? I know, I know it's a magnet. I shouldn't put it near my computer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nice. it's a magnet. I like it. That's good. Um, yeah, I'm with you, Alex. Seems like teams aren't winning until Tuesday. You'll get moves Tuesday. You will. Um, but like, the, if you're looking for the big move, and I don't really suspect the Padres are making the big move. We've talked about this. I don't think anyone who thinks they're buying or selling thinks it's going to be like this massive Juan Soto gone, you know, whomever in. No. But I agree with that. I mean, I think we'll look back in the deadline would be my guess. And the biggest trades of the deadline probably occur before Tuesday. So if you're like, when's this going to happen? Or we got to wait until Tuesday? No, you don't. It could absolutely, they could be making trades tonight or tomorrow. I mean, it's Tell likely. Me. Tell me, tell me I'm crazy here, okay? You're crazy. Tell me I'm crazy. But Juan Soto got an MRI yesterday. Yeah, what's the deal with the results? And he played today. He had a pretty good game. Two for two. Or two for three, excuse me, with an RBI. Um, but then after the game, Bob Melvin said they still don't have the results from his MRI. Well, let me ask you this. Why did he have an MRI if he's just going to play anyway? So then my question to you is... Is the reason you're gonna hate me? Is the reason why they're disclosing this MRI is because they don't want to turn off teams to a potential trade? Well, there's no way they don't disclose the results of the MRI through Tuesday, but hey, they're waiting. Yeah, but no team is going to trade for a guy that is. I mean, I'm I'm like trying. I'm I'm joking. Well, here's the thing: they're not going to trade him. It it actually furthers. You make an actually really interesting point as we talk through it. The fact that they have been so public about the fact that he has a finger injury and that he's having an MRI or had one leads you even further to believe that they wouldn't trade him. 
because he's not 100% healthy. Therefore, you mm-hmm. wouldn't even maximize potentially his value. But so they're, not my, hiding, they're not hiding this. But then my question again, my another question is like, how long does it take to get a fucking MRI like taken? Care well, of? at that level, you should have results immediately. You know, you have the day, results right? immediately. Someone don't... has to like, well, someone has to read an MRI. I want to say, but you tell me they don't have the doctors to read MRIs for the Padres. Give me a break. I, I, this is the same team that said they're waiting on the MRI results for Adrian Morhone, and right after the press conference for Jace Tingler announced that he's having Tommy John surgery. Well, they did that for two straight years with uh, who's pitching tomorrow? Oh, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm not sure. And then boom, it gets released five seconds after. Such a fucking joke. I, I I hated that. That was another reason why I wanted Tingler gone. It was like that bullshit was so annoying. <laughs> oh, Hot Wheels. Why talk about <laughs> here? This fucking. Uh, why talk about trades if you don't know any players outside of San Diego and don't we want don't them to not know. know any players just because we didn't recall our recollection wasn't Domingo Herman's perfect game. Yeah, give me a come on, give me a break. I Dude. literally drove five hours today from LA and missed my own radio show. What that, and what I haven't that stopped have since. I'm, I'm saying like it, oh. we we are just constantly doing. By Sorry. the way, I don't need to know any players to be able to consume Padres content and read what's being sourced and reporting, like what Ken Rosenthal is writing, what Kevin Acey is writing, what Dennis Lynn is writing, and what others are saying and tweeting. So, yeah. if for if Dennis says, hey, I'm making it up, Juan Soto's not going to be moved, well, then we should discuss it. If Kevin says, hey, they're looking at David Robertson of the Phillies, or they're not because he was, um, you know, the Mets just traded him to the Phillies, but then, then we'll report that. You know what I mean? But no, do I know every player that's available at the deadline right now off the top of my head? No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, I, w- I would just mention this because – you know, Kevin quoted Joe Musgrove as saying, man, it would be a shame if we got to within a game and we didn't have Hader and we didn't have Snell and we didn't have Soto. Yeah. Um, and that got a lot of play over the last 24 hours. And I, we didn't talk about it yesterday because we didn't have a show on, on, on the wrap-up show. But I would just temper that a little bit, the fact that the players are saying, hey, you know, we think we can win because the players are supposed to say we, can, we think we can win. So the fact that Joe Musgrove tells Kevin Acey, hey, we can win and we think we should stand pat or buy because just trust us. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like every major league team would say that inside their clubhouse. Just trust us. We're going to go on a run. So I, I didn't find that as – I think some people found that to be like fascinating, like proving a point. Like, oh, my gosh, Joe Musgrove said that just trust us. We can win with this team. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you're not the general manager. No, you're not. And that's a good, probably a good thing the players aren't general managers. Right. Because they would like buy everything because they would never think they're out of it. They would never sell. They'd be like, dude, this is my best friend. Right. We get to some of these supers that have come in here. Again, John and Jim with you. Please subscribe if you are here. We have year round Padres content for you. Smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We appreciate the super chats. You can click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to weigh in, like our buddy HBVV, BRBF, BBFBM. Who says, I blame their bad luck on Tatis's baby mama. This is literally a story, Jim, and correct me if I'm wrong, radio and YouTube. We've, we have stayed away from that story almost in its entirety, have we not? Have we even mentioned this? No, but I know it's, I kind of vaguely know what's going on. Like it, somebody is mentioning it. Tatis's baby mama is claiming that he's like 
this horrible person and like was right. going at him on like Instagram and saying that he like cheated on her. And and this like was has, a long, the, the, a lot of this happened months ago, right? Where she was uh, going after something. Him. Yeah. And like claiming that there's like others and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. oh, dude, I don't know, man. Right. It, like it, it, it's, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, Hey, if, if he's going to have multiple babies with multiple women, I mean, it's not like the first person in the world no, to ever do that. I mean, that doesn't, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the crime, that's not a crime. You no. know what I mean? Like if you're going to hold him a kid, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like look at Nick Cannon. I mean, dude has like 11 no, but, kids with like 11 different women. Right. But I mean, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing in here. I mean, these are personal lives. So what? Yeah. I'm not right. You're, you're not, we're not going to like yeah. go to Tatis up in the clubhouse. Even though we're not, like, we're oh, not you have children there. with two women. Do you yeah. want to hey, discuss that with us? Yeah, what is Tatis, that? Uh, on Instagram the other day, this woman was claiming that you're a horrible, horrible father. What do you say about that? Yeah. Like, right. We're not TMZ. No. Nor is TMZ even asking those questions of Fernando Tatis Jr., to be honest. Well, they're probably not allowed in the clubhouse either. True. Because they love um, to make sure they, yeah. There, there was a bit of controversy today at Blind Borough when Jim took a photo of me eating <sighs> this fucking guy. cauliflower tacos with a fork. Yeah. Um, and then Chango surfaces who's eating tacos with a fork. What I have learned is this is a very controversial decision. <laughs> Dude, it's like one of my most, that and the burrito yeah. with fork. Are literally two of my most interactive tweets in a long time. Yeah, I know. Like everyone, everyone's like, John, I like, um, I love you, and now I want you to like, like drown. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, so I'll give you a little bit of a break today because you seem like you're ready to just like pass out. And, I am still like dying, and like you just hate life right now because you've I been like it. go 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 since what? The second I woke morning? up, basically, yeah, like seven a.m. Like, oh my god, I have to drive to San Diego from Los Angeles. What am I doing? Right. I'll give you a little break there, but also at the same time, um, yeah, man, <laughs> uh, dude, not a good look. Like, just let me read some not of these comments here. Uh, our buddy Esteban says, "What in the world?" Uh, Javier, this is a funny one. This is the reason why I don't subscribe to your YouTube show. <laughs> um, uh, Spenny Bat says, first a burrito and now this. What the hell's going on?" Um, dude, there's a lot of good ones here. Uh, <laughs> he's like, so, someone just said, "Leave town now." Um, yeah, this is embarrassing. Um, first of all, this is. Someone said, can you please remove the plate from him? He's embarrassing us as a city. Um, Here's the thing. When I did it last time in Vegas, I asked for a burrito bowl, and they gave me a burrito. And the damn burrito was falling all over itself. Now, someone said, the only reason why I'll allow these actions is because of the Aztec shirt you were wearing. Thank you. Um, BP Joe said, might as well get a Dodger tattoo and slap him up and ship him up north. This is unacceptable behavior in San Diego. Um, Alex said, boo, this man, um, so, uh, uh, Jesus says, how do you co-host with him? Great question. <laughs> okay. A couple of things is cauliflower tacos alone, like controversial. Yes, it is. No one has cauliflower tacos at like a Mexican establishment. Blind Burrow serves them for people like me. Well, they got a blind Burrow is amazing. So I understand cause they got a piece to everybody, but you don't see many people, uh, in that restaurant, get cauliflower tacos. We can guarantee that. And then Django Surfo says uh, that's like eating popcorn with a spoon. 
Now, now it looked delicious, and, and, it, it and I'm really sure it good. tasted delicious as well. The the street corn they have there, perfect. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know about this. Um, cauliflower tacos. What is your thought, Chad? What's your thought on cauliflower tacos? I think most people are probably anti. I like how this 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 episode <laughs> is now turning into cauliflower tacos. Are they good? Or are they bad? <laughs> I mean, I like them, but I don't eat meat, you know? Um, while we discuss that, speaking of ways to get healthier, our friends at Aura. Yes. Organic plant-based nutritional products. I'm a big believer in Aura, just like I'm a big believer in cauliflower tacos. Maybe they're not looking for me to make that comparison. Probably not. Um, this is a great company, and their co-founder, Will, is a San Diego and a lifelong Padres fan and a huge supporter of our work and this channel. We check in with Will all the time. This is a San Diego company with offices right here in Liberty Station, and they've got great companies, or excuse me, great products to get you healthier, whether it's the probiotic I've taken every day for over a year for digestion or the proteins for after workouts or the pre-workout supplements or the omega-3 oils because you take a fish oil, but you want something that is plant-based, take their omega-3 oil. And they've got sleep pills and immunity pills and, and everything under the sun. You can shop at ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below, but you can shop as you watch the wrap-up show. Again, big-time supporters of our of our work, and everyone is looking to get healthier, and Aura can help you do that with their plant-based nutritional products. So, Will, thank you for your support. For our listeners and viewers, go to ORA.organic or click the link in the description down below. Yeah, all of their uh, supplements are organic and protein or uh, plant-based. Um, go there right now. If you're thinking of starting, you know, to be healthier and you want some supplements to take to, to go that route, go to aura, www.ora.organic, pick up some supplements, um, try it out. And I guarantee you, you'll be thanking us later. Oh, you'll absolutely be doing that. I can assure you of that as well. The entire um, chat is taco chat. <laughs> well, and here's the thing. Some people probably haven't seen it. So I figure why not just, yeah, you gotta show it. There it is. Um, this man shows up an hour late to the show, then eats his tacos with a fork. I mean, guilty as charged. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't like getting, I'm, I'm working. I got my laptop. I got my phone. I'm not trying to get my hands dirty because I'm probably like 60 seconds away from being back on air. I mean, is that, is that a fair excuse or no? Apparently no. It's a fair excuse. And maybe, okay, maybe it's my fault. Because I was nice enough and I got you some food. And this was the only food I was did. I thought I asked for nachos. Menu. You did ask for nachos, but those are worse than tacos. I know. So, well, I would have eaten those with forks. <laughs> right. So the only thing you would have eaten, the only thing that I could have gotten you that would have be fork acceptable would have been like a burrow bowl. Yes. Or what am like, I supposed to do? Scoop like, it up in my hands? With like bowl. shrimp. Well, you, it's a bowl. It's like rice and beans and. <laughs> this is hilarious. I, listen, Achoo. people. Achu Max says he'll unfollow me on Twitter if he sees me eating tacos with a fork again. It will listen, happen. everyone's got a pro, everyone's got an issue. You My a, issue. You ate a burger this. with. You love to eat stuff with a fork, no matter what it is. I do. Like we were out one night for the Super Bowl last year, and you ate a burger with a fork. I did. I ate a burger with a fork. <laughs> um, now. One calf scout wants to know if I eat the tortilla. Typically, yes, but today I didn't because I was going out to dinner two hours later. I didn't want to get full. He didn't. He didn't touch the tortilla. I didn't he touch didn't, it. Didn't even touch the the corn. Really, he had a couple bites of it, but all he ate was the cauliflower and the avocado and the crema and the whatever else was in it. 
kale. The I think there was. I think there was kale in that. You had a. It was caul- spectacular. Cauliflower kale avocado crema taco. Um. By the way, yes, I'm a I'm a I'm a fork eater. No, I'm a pizza eater with a fork. I am. Burger. It's it, the burger was big. I w- I need to cut into it. So. Sad <laughs> fryer wasted Jim's money. Okay, here's the deal. Because everyone's killing me on this. I'll, I'll maybe I'll change my ways. I, I, listen, if you're doing something wrong, you better not change your ways. I know it's all Jim's content. Jim's like, Jim's like, please let me take a photo of you. Like, I need this content for my for my Twitter slash uh, X. JD Gatcher, thank you. Says next edition to Padres Hall of Fame. <laughs> The, that's what's in, guys. No, please, no. That's the last thing we need. I don't have a pro- I don't have any problem with those guys. Yeah, but you don't need them in the whole thing. Except for the fact that they thought that what they did was like funny. Dude, there are some ridiculous And they like comments. didn't realize like you never, ever before a series do that shit. If they did it after the series and the Padres won and they were on the World Series, no one would have cared. And right. everybody, everybody oh, yeah. would like this is kind of stupid, whatever, but hey, it's funny and I get it because they just beat the Phillies. And so we're going to just shit on the Phillies. Wasn't it also sloppy to post a mural of like the friar stomping on like the Philly fanatic or something? Yeah, dude. That's can we just please? a little sloppy. Like, do it after the series when you like after the win, you know? The first time that this town gets a little bit of success in sports in like two I think decades. people just got excited. That's what I mean. Like the first time you get some success for your major sports franchise in a town that has not had this success in over two decades. Let's act like we've like they've been there before. Like don't act like this is their first time. Don't and, do the Phillies going down to the yellow and brown. Yeah. Don't do that. And don't do the murals. Okay. Like act like, act like, you know, you've been here before. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, my theory on karma, you know, my, the Kershaw, I, 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 think I, I believe it's the season. I believe in karma, um, even though I will stand pat that I'm perfectly fine with the Kershaw meme. No, I know. I mean, listen, all I know is they were 18 of 15 <laughs> the moment that thing went up. And they're like, what, nine games under since then? Seven under since. And haven't seriously threatened really since. So maybe, I don't know, re- reverse the curse somehow. <laughs> reverse the curse. That's what I'd be asking for. Um, all right, while we have a moment, do want to remind you about our partner, our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is at underdogfantasy.com or on the Underdog Fantasy app. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. So go to underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog Fantasy app and use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. They've got pickums going on right now. Across all sports. So you got baseball, you've got everything, tennis, you have golf. So Pickham's going on right now. You have drafts going on right now with $3 drafts for tomorrow's games going on right now. The drafts, by the way, you can do auto draft or you can draft yourself, but after the draft, everything's done. They take care of everything. Waivers, no, there are no waivers. Trades, there are no trades. So Underdog Fantasy is the simplest and easiest place to play fantasy sports. And again, they got the Pick'em Contest going on right now across all sports as well. So again, if you're looking for a way to play fantasy sports, do it at underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, 
and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Uh, let's see here. I see that uh, HBVV has commented again with the super. Thank you. It says, can those uh, KUSI guys move to SMLA with Dave Roberts? I don't think it's going to help. Yeah, I don't think so either. They've already ruined things. Yeah, just don't do that again, okay? Like ever again. Never want to see your face in this town ever again. <laughs> um, what else, Jim? Is there anything? Or are we kind of like dying? Like as in we're dying? You mean you're yeah. dying? I'm dying today. Um, no, I, I think it's a wait and see. Like tonight was a really good win. Mm-hmm. But I am in a wait and see mode. Like where are they at Sunday night? And especially where are they at Tuesday afternoon? Because if they win a legit, like it would be so Padres for them to win four in a row up to the deadline, and their that would be their longest winning streak of the year. And then Preller's like, "We're standing pat, we're buying." Or they go all in, and then like, right, and then they lose on the other side. Yeah, it's, that's why it's hard to buy based on four games, wins or or, or losses, or three games, wins yeah. or losses. So. We'll see. Um, Faye, thank you, by the way, for hanging out, Faye. Always good to have you here. No, we do not do Saturdays. I think over the course of the history of the show, we've probably done a Saturday, maybe like for like a no-hitter or something. The only time we do do Saturdays are like if they make the postseason. Postseason. Yeah. Now, we will be here Sunday night around 930. And Sunday night's huge because there's, there's potentially moves between now and Sunday night. And by Sunday night, you know who they are. I mean, we know who they are now, but you know everything you need to know. By Sunday night. So join us Sunday at uh, 930. We'll be here with you. The whole chat is about tacos and pineapples on pizza. By the way, I'm pro pineapple on pizza. Are you? Alex, bro, we have a TV. We have a TV show. We have a radio show. Darren was talking about us doing like a a trade deadline special from 2.30 to 3.30 Pacific. What time's the deadline? 3 o'clock Pacific or 2? 3 o'clock Pacific. So we we are going to do a trade deadline show from 2.30 to 3.30. So why are you telling Alex like, dude? Well, I think he means, are you going to be live on YouTube? YouTube. Like Alex, we have a radio show. Well, why can't we put the radio show on YouTube? Well, we could. Has anyone ever done that? No. But I guess if we, I mean, if we did it, we we'd be considered copycats. So I think we shouldn't. <laughs> First of all, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I, let me just say this last point about because you even before, have, before you're like, oh, we should put John and Jim on the wrap up show live, and I'm like, no, nobody wants like John and Jim on the wrap up show. They want Padres content on the wrap up show. No, no, but again, I, I think uh, there's a lot of things behind the scenes. Trust me, I would love, and I've thought about this long time ago when we free, when we first started yeah. doing the radio show, and we first started like I remember. Um, there's a lot of things that are going against us that it's just like it would make it would be extremely difficult the way that our show is structured <laughs> with like no producer to like run it <laughs> and do everything and then do the a show, show structured like it's and and also too like our studio and oh, i like our studio but it's the time yeah there's you're right you, you need another person to help we would need like a person on like the video side 
Yeah, like trust me, I would love to do it. And and in the future, if we happen to get that person to help us out, then that's something that we would absolutely we have do. that person. It rhymed his name rhymes with Ren Madden. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but until then, it's uh it's just different it's just it's a lot. Um and uh yeah. Oh, but we'll be talking Tuesday. Join us, please. Seriously, San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app. We'll be talking a lot about, well, the deadline's passed. Now what? What did they do? What do they need to do after the deadline? Um, okay. Please subscribe, all right? Year-round content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for your support. If you're here on Replay, we really do appreciate the super thanks as well. Um, support our partners, Mark Nimitz of Farmers Insurance. He's our title sponsor. If you're looking for auto, home, renters, or life insurance needs or more than that, please click the link in the description down below. Um, Mark will save you money. I can promise you that. He's a great insurance agent. Aura, their co-founder, Wills, is San Diegan, ORA.organic, plant-based nutritional supplements. If you're looking to get healthier, Underdog Fantasy. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Get a 100% deposit match up to $100 the best and easiest place to play fantasy sports, Underdog Fantasy, promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. We'll get back to way more baseball talk on the other side of the trade deadline over the weekend. A lot of trade deadline discussion. Join us Sunday night for a trade deadline show, Monday after the game in Colorado. And what is going on here? Oh, it's my dog. All right, Jim. Go to sleep. I have to go to sleep. Thanks, you're guys. Like, you're like falling asleep. I'm gonna right l- I'm gonna stay away from the forks and tacos. I'm serious because everyone's like, I can't do it. You're so getting roasted. The pressure's gotten to me. I know. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.